0: All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome the guys from Civil Discord. Now, you guys are going to have to bear with me. I know Bill's here. If you guys don't mind, just introduce yourselves real quick. The other two band members.
1: And hi, I'm and Kevin, the bass partner.
0: All right, and we got Bill. Um, Bill, Yun- sure, no. yeah, right. Okay, great. All right, so let's get into this. So you guys. Uh, I guess before we get into the singles you have released, give me a little background, Bill. What's up with the band? How did you guys come together as a band? How'd that work out? Well, pretty much started out going around to open mics and uh,
2: just uh, met a bunch of guys, and everybody was talking about. Uh, everybody was involved in different projects, and then uh, they were like, "Oh man, we gotta start a band." And They were like, "Okay," so we. Uh, Got handed out some original stuff and kind of got them, learned them, and got together and played, and it's been magic ever since.
0: Now, how long ago did this happen? How long have you guys been together?
2: About five years.
0: Nice man. So, where's the band from? Are You guys all from the same area?
2: Pretty much, right outside Philadelphia area in Pennsylvania.
0: Gotcha. Philadelphia Flyers fans, the Eagles fans. What do you guys? What do you guys talk to me?
1: Yeah, everybody's got to be hardcore. <laughs> oh yeah, Eagles, Flyers, Phillies, Sixers. And we're, we're going through this
0: through right now. Yeah, man. Any, look, anybody who boos Santa Claus is good in my book. <laughs> that's like the most legendary freaking sporting like like thing that happened ever. I think in my whole life.
2: And the sad part about it is they have Phillies covers on, Phillies colors on.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that makes it even better, though. I mean, that's how brutal they are up there, man, with fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from New York originally, so I was a New York Rangers fan. I used to love watching the, the Flyers and the rangers go at it and um
1: mark messier,
0: right? yeah mark messier you kidding me of course he, yeah. was, he was the legend and um i miss so I, I, I haven't lived up in new york for many years all right so let's get into this man you guys uh, got a couple singles um uh one of them's called shrooms now, i did read the bio but i want my listeners to to get some backstories in these songs so tell me about the song the single shrooms it's
2: a spur of the moment thing, uh, it's kind of like in the studio and somebody uh, was playing like a little riff and I started coming up with words but the, the funny part about it is, is the inspiration was actually uh, a bunch of friends sitting around talking about uh, when they were
0: younger and it was some of the hallucinogenics they tried when they were younger and some of the things that they <laughs> actually saw. But, like, the second line in the song, you
2: chase the red ones and blue ones as they move in time, Was actually, we're in the studio, there's a little laser light effect going on, and I had a Rottweiler in the studio, and my
3: Rottweiler and my friend are on the floor chasing the laser lights around the floor,
2: and it just it became part of the song. But it's, it's in no way does it promote the uses of hallucinogenics, it's more of a... Uh, bylaw of stuff that I've heard uh, people say, you know, that they've experienced or, or, or things you just hear, you know, common statements for, you know, hallucinogenics. Me, uh, I'd love to one day to try them, but my imagination so far is a chart. I'm scared <laughs> to hell to do it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um... Who, who's like like writes what? I know sometimes bands have, you know, somebody's real strong with lyrics, somebody's real strong with music. Is is it a collective thing, or is there one a particular person in the band that has strengths in one one of those areas, or not? Um,
2: I, I write all the time. Um, I'm, I'm a big writer. Um, I can just get a melody and then just start spitting out words. Um, Jay, the other guitar player and singer, he actually writes a couple songs himself. But a lot of times, we're just down, you know, in the studio, and somebody will start playing something, and we'll just start jamming along,
1: and all of a sudden, next week, you know, we start making up lyrics, and, oh my god, we should record that, you know, so it's kind of, it's, it's, it's magic when it all clicks together. Yeah. And, 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 and Billy's being a little humble. We, we, recently, we <laughs> had more, more group, uh, you know, collaboration on our more, some of our more recent songs, but Billy writes, and Jay write most of them.
0: What do you guys enjoy more? Do you guys enjoy creating the song, like like the development process of like creating the song, or do you prefer um, better performing the song once it's completed, once it's finished?
2: of both because yeah. writing it's like you get that like that that is adrenaline pump like yeah
3: this is freaking
2: awesome and then it, when you get to play it live and if you get a decent reaction from the crowd or they're singing along or they go the words then it's like wow this is this is awesome
0: too so that's kind of a tough question that to, you is know, going in on yeah that's a good answer too though um how's that make you feel though when you're out there, when you're singing on stage and you see somebody singing your lyrics that's got to be pretty cool
2: It it, just makes everything awesome. Um, It just makes you want to aspire to do more and actually try to get more stuff out there to get them to to go along with. Um, Or what's on Pints. I mean, we actually have them holding beer glasses in the air.
0: Yes, uh, I love that.
2: Chugging along
0: with us. Yeah, so that's a great segue. So let's talk about Pints. That's the other single you guys are promoting. Um, Give me the backstory on that song. Um, That's another one that I was just kind of noodling with the guitar and...
3: uh, which is everybody just sitting around and shooting shooting the bull, and it, it kind of like it just inspired me just to write, you know, a song about, uh,
2: you know, things not going so right, but you can rely on your friends, get your friends together, have a couple drinks, talking and everything seems to be better. Um, second verse, you get a little
3: corrupt woman in your life <laughs> you ruins your
2: day, and your friends are still there, it's, you know, hold up the pint and, and you know keep you going.
0: <laughs> Man, you know what I miss about New York, among many things, is, is Irish bars. The pubs, and throwing darts and just getting drunk and eating good food, man. I miss that shit.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just do. Now, now, <laughs> somebody else want to get in there?
3: Yeah, I, I was going to say that a lot of these songs that, that Billy writes, you know, he gives us a lot of openness in terms of you know, how we want to um, input to the song. You know, he, he's not like a... I want this done this way you know, this, These notes have to be played a certain way Or this phrase has to be done a certain way But it's it's kind of neat in that you have like Space and freedom to yes. you know, Basically do it on your own Which is kind of neat
0: That's that's great man one, one of the keys to being successful Surround yourself with talent And just be open minded
1: oh, I definitely did that so.
0: Yeah I mean I heard I listened, I listened to the single man I loved it, the Shroom single It's really good
1: we, uh, yes. we, we we were in the studio, um and you know, Billy had a Christmas song that he had written in his mind but never played it for us. So we were actually in the studio and we just all put our pieces together and literally wrote the song in the studio around what Billy had written, and that was that to me was a lot of
0: fun. I actually read in the bio that that song was did really well for you guys too. The Christmas song. July, and it was funny. In July in Australia, it was like all of a sudden we're taking like ping, ping, ping. It was like, oh, your song's top top ten, you know, download, stream in, in Australia. and I never. I, you know, I always heard the term Christmas in July, but never knew where it originated from. Yeah. And that's actually when Australia
2: celebrates their Christmas because that's when they actually have their winter.
0: Oh, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So
2: they celebrate Christmas in July when they have the winter, and in December, they, that's that actually their summer. So it was actually really cool that it was actually taken off that big, you know, at, at that time of the year.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now, how, how did that happen? Did you guys just use social media and just, and just you know, how, how did it pick up so big? To-
2: I mean, it's out there on iTunes,
0: SoundCloud, yeah. and and uh, I mean, uh, people discovered it on their own. I guess through
2: SoundCloud and uh, you know iTunes, Amazon, and stuff like that because um, you know really didn't socially promote it too much other than locally. Yeah. But it actually found its way around around the globe. I mean, we get I get uh, friend requests or or little fan club letters, and I have to Google translate
3: them because I don't speak Filipino <laughs> or French yeah. or you know
0: it's yeah. like. I'm gonna have to. Oh, yeah, was, is, is this yeah. song? Available? I'm gonna have to listen to this song. Now, is it a Christmasy song? Do you guys put your own spin on it, or is it? Is it? Is it a fun type song?
2: It's it's a, it's, a, it's a rocking fun Christmas
0: song. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's a definitely, it's, it's heavily melodic, it's, it's a great, easy sing-along song, it's, I mean, I would hope it catches on, and then one Christmas I get to be on the Macy's float and get to play the guitar solo with my mittens on. <laughs> Maybe in Sydney, and you can have a bunch of Aussies throwing beers and stuff while the song's going on. <laughs> Alright, All right, so I'm really interested in, in the, in the band named Civil Discord, um, who thought of it and then give me the backstory on how that was uh, picked for a band name?
2: When we first got together, we were trying to come up with band names, and we, it was just a ton of emails going back and forth of trying to suggest band names. And I'm a big researcher, so anytime somebody suggests a band name, I'd Google it. up oh, nope, somebody's got that. Nope, somebody's got that. And then we started getting into. Uh, the, with, with all the turmoil going on and things going around like that So we said, yeah, with all this we, we hop the discord and I said, yeah, but there's a lot of civility among us so kind of like civil discord and then all of a sudden I was like, yeah there it is. because we we're kind of, we're civil but there's a lot of, you know, discord going on because like every member of the band um, likes a different kind of music I mean, we kind of like it all uh, I'm more like the uh, heavy alternative guy Al likes the blues Jay's the southern rock guy Richie's uh, got. What do you like Rich? You're kind of into the, the alternative heavy stuff too Yeah The of rock And a classic Yeah Nice And, and in our drummer He's kind of like An all around uh, uh, he's, he's a phenomenal drummer I mean he's played In jazz
1: bands Rock bands Country bands So he's oh, wow. well around A phenomenal drummer
0: Anything to do with jazz I mean you gotta, you gotta Be pretty freaking talented The, the jazz is yeah. complex Um give me, give me a little bit Just real quick Each guy I got on the phone here um, about like what got you into music like you've been like wanting to play music your whole life or was it something later on in life so I guess Bill you start um, I actually started let's say fifth grade
2: uh, my dad was actually in a local band in Pennsylvania called the Coney Express and he was actually pretty big and I wanted to play the guitar and I was in Catholic school so I actually learned Uh, guitar from
0: a nun in fifth grade and he was a big Van Halen fan at the time (laughs) and uh
2: Van Halen a lot, a lot of the had for like hard rock stuff so I had a, fifth, a nun in 5th grade teaching me how to do little riffs and little solos on the guitar and that was kind of my inspiration you know going forward in high school um, I was in the Marine Corps I got out of the Marine Corps was in a band for about 3 years and all of a sudden everybody in the band started having that turmoil where one guy discovered girls had a girlfriend all the time another one his wife was on his case all the time and it was like people weren't showing up I was like oh my god this is too much drama um, my dad had a D DJ company. He's like, "Hey, Junior, come up to Philadelphia. You know, I'll get you work and we'll do DJing." So I did DJing for like about maybe 18 years. Oh wow! And then one day I, I met a guy I was working with, and he was playing guitar. We started talking, and I went home and started noodling again. And I caught the bug, and I, I didn't stop. At that point, I just started writing and just playing. And and then since then, and like I said, I'm fortunate enough to meet these guys and actually meld with, so that we can actually have you know, some awesome music that hopefully we can get to
0: share with the world. So i uh, was doing it a long time. You know, that's great. i got two things real quick. Um, a, number one is thank you for your service. I'm a veteran myself. And two, how did that not make a song? How did you not write a song about a nun teaching how to play Eddie, Eddie Van Halen? With? <laughs> Time. Yeah, are you kidding me? You got to do it. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> Gee, that's an album title or something. You got to do that. You got to make that happen. All right, yes. n- the next guy. Tell me, tell me a little bit about. I'm, I'm really. A, and I apologize. I don't. I don't have the names. All y'all's names. Um, I know Bill. Um, you know what? I can grab that. We got Al and we got Richie. Yeah, Richie, you go next, man. Tell me a little bit about your backstory. <laughs>
3: My, my father was a music teacher And he played in a lot of, like, actually big bands Back in the, back in the day, the 40s, 50s So he was a music teacher And there was always, uh, basically he was a trumpet player And then we kind of, he converted to uh, piano oh. So there was always keyboards around I kind of got the formal, actually had formal training In woodwinds, uh, sax clarinet up Through high school, junior high uh, I'm sorry, elementary school through high school so, kind of just tinkered around with the keyboards that were in the house. My brother was also a, a music teacher, so I was kind of in the family. And uh, so I yeah, kind of took to it, and uh, not not formally a piano player, but more like synthesizer stuff. Okay. And yeah, just kind of like picking up from there. Uh, you started with basic rock, kind of got bored of that. So pretty. You know, listening,
0: self-taught, listening or did, up, did you take lessons?
3: Uh, I piano well, yeah, not really uh just stuff that was shown to me uh
0: yeah did like a six month like thing at a local college but uh yeah more just playing my ear
3: so um but the stuff that i really like is the hard stuff to play <laughs> yeah
0: yeah especially jazz though <laughs> like, if i could play a
3: classical piece would be you know something of great season for me that's you, know, you know it's just something that's uh that i would really enjoy or jazz you know it's yeah. like you either have it you don't <laughs> so
0: i'm looking it's at you mind. guys last names and it, it looks like I'm, I'm i'm talking to the cast of the goodfellas i mean i, I except, except for the irish guy jay It's like the, I, got, I got one irish guy Everybody else is italiano <laughs> that's that's what's up man that's that's
2: richie itchy fingers
0: yeah, yeah there you go that's uh That's that's funny, man. All right, and uh, sorry, I got Bill. I got I got Al, and then who else is on the line again? I'm sorry.
1: No, you just have Richie, now you got Al.
0: Richie, give me Al. Give me Al.
1: Yes. So, hi, I'm Al Jenkins. I I started playing. Gosh, I was in like junior high school, seventh or eighth grade, and my uh, my cousin, my older cousins, played. My one plays the drums, and the other played guitar and bass in a band. And I was a little kid. My dad took me to see him play at Widener College. and I remember it was just like wow i want to do that mm. and so i my brother picked up the guitar and you know i had to pick up a complimentary instrument so i picked up the bass and started playing mostly rock you know i was into rush and you know the who and stuff like that and then when i got in high school i started playing in a jazz band mm. and then my influences were like you know, jaco pastorius who's from here in norristown i actually got a chance to meet him and that was a huge influence. Yeah. Stanley Clark. He was also from Philly. Stanley
0: so Clark. He's Clark. the African-American Philly. guy. Two-handed, two, he played two hands, right? Is
1: yeah, that him? Yeah, with the Alembic bass. Yeah. 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 And Jaco had the old beat-up Thunder Precision. And, yeah, they were huge influences. And I just kept playing. And, you know, then uh, I was, uh, you know, when I was about to graduate high school, I was touring. I was going to go to Berkeley Music College and uh, decided to take a regular, more traditional pathway. And, uh but, you know, happy that I, you know, it's, music is something you can do all your life, so. Yeah, man.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yes. I got, uh, you ever hear Rudy Sarzo, the bass player?
1: And I know.
0: Rudy Sarzo is, a uh, he played bass for Quiet Riot, the rock band back in the 80s. Oh. <laughs> he's, uh, he's coming on my show in April. He's, he's a freaking phenomenal bass player yeah i we used to play with uh
1: jeff labar he was a guitar player for cinderella he grew up in my in my neighborhood and so my brother was real good friends with him so we used to play and when you know i went off to college and he, he went off to uh, cinderella
0: yeah that's great i had tom Kiefer on my show twice the singer from cinderella yeah yeah he's that's doing his cool. thing solo man he's, he's still killing it man he's, he sounds great still
1: I'll never forget when I lived up in Buffalo. He called me Jeff, and he's like, "We're opening for uh, uh, Judas Priest in Toronto. once you come up?" And that was that was just such a blast. Oh my god, that's Priest. freaking
0: incredible!
1: Yeah.
0: How the fuck is Ju- Judas Priest? How are they not in the Hall of Fame yet? They keep getting passed up. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my freaking mind with that, man. Are you freaking kidding me? Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, uh, Bill, who's some of your musical inspirations, man? Who inspired you coming up? Tough
2: one. I mean, I think my first, my first, like really hardcore inspiration was probably like when, uh, Ozzy Osbourne oh, yeah. and uh, Randy Rose. The first time I heard Randy Rose play guitar, it was like it was like a symphony of angels just <laughs> in my eyes. And I snatched that. Begged my dad to take me down and get a distortion pedal because before that time, I was kind of like listening to a lot of the radio stuff. Well, a lot of heavy stuff wasn't getting to play on the radio too much anymore. And then, uh, and then I was. Actually on a field trip And a buddy of mine Had Ozzy And I'm like I heard all this You know People chewing bass heads off And I'm like Let me listen to that <laughs> So he goes yeah, I, I put
3: it on And I, I remember I was like This is fucking amazing Yeah and I, had to, I, and I went out And bought the albums And then I learned the songs And I was like Yeah This, this is This is the shit That's probably the first Like hardcore inspiration I mean there's so many oh, of like Awesome musicians That I respect But that was like The first time I was like
1: oh, this <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw, um, I saw Metallica open up for Ozzy. I was in the Navy. It was like an '85 or '86, I think. And um, that was the J. K. Lee era, though. That was that was after Randy Rose passed yeah. away. Yeah, I, I wish I wish I could have seen uh, Randy Rose, man. Well, yeah, he was he
2: was, and, and you know, it was like everybody was like Eddie Van Halen, and, and
1: Eddie can play guitar, but that was just just the styling of Randy was just oh like,
0: yeah, amazing absolutely all right couple more things guys um what what um, uh, what's the plan man in 2020 we're a couple months into 2020 now where do you guys go from here what do you want to get done before the end of the year i'd love to go on the anti-coronavirus tour there you go <laughs> it's sad i'm watching all like all my musical friends and, and even national acts everybody's getting canceled yeah it's and, crazy post out it's just kind of demoralizing
2: be honest with you. I'm just kind of hoping everybody around the world at least gets to hear either you know a multimedia now and eventually get enough big enough fan. And maybe one day take a uh, national world tour where we can uh, share the music live with everybody.
0: Yeah. Did you guys do much gigging out? A lot of live performances?
2: Pretty much locally right now. Yeah. I mean, we all have uh, daytime jobs. and yeah. You know, alternate lifestyles. Um. But uh, yeah. No, I, I would
0: love it if something happened like that. I'm 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 good to go yeah you ready you ready to put down the time clock and get right right to it huh i am i don't blame you bro i, I don't blame you 100 um yeah you know i just saw speaking of the coronavirus they, they just announced san francisco's on lockdown the whole freaking city it's insane man that's like millions of people all right um i think that's just about it but actually two more things um, any plans for any more singles are you gonna drop any more singles before before long we actually have
2: a couple that are magically in the work we actually uh, uh, there was a, uh, the world organization of geo uh, engineers and called uh, gotta help me out here um, out so. Yeah, we actually wrote for the Geo Conference, that's what it is. We actually wrote this, the, uh, this year's uh, theme song for the Geo Conference,
0: which is called I'm a Hero. Yeah. Um, which is kind of
2: similar to basically the working band. You know, they don't have special powers, but they still create, you know, heroic seats. That song we're ready to go into the studio and record and release that one. Uh, and then we have a, uh, another one, which is kind of uh, it's inspired probably off the Red Hot Chili Peppers called The New Thing. Okay. It was another one of those things where I just was playing some chords, and then Al jumped in with a bass riff, and then Richie jumped in with the keyboards and next thing you know
0: we had a song i love that man i love how I, that's why i always ask when i have musicians on like what get the backstory of songs because for me it's it's just interesting to hear how things get created like from, from nothing to a completed song
1: yeah all right yeah, man and the
2: process is awesome like when when it works it's it's this magic
0: yeah, absolutely. In fact, I had Lita Ford on my show a couple of years back, the, the, the solo singer from the '80s. Uh, she did that. She did that collab with Ozzy Osbourne at that, that real huge song they had. You know that they they recorded that in Ozzy's basement in like an hour and a half. That song was created in like an hour and a half. That's pretty insane. All right, man. Before I let you guys go, I want to give everybody opportunity to tell. Uh, Tell me, first of all, tell me where well, tell tell the listeners where they can find you guys on social media, where they can get your music and stuff like that. Websites, etc. Pretty much every multimedia site. I mean, CivilDiscord.com.
2: We're on iTunes. We're on Amazon, Rhapsody, uh, SoundCloud, um, TikTok. Anywhere you can have YouTube. I mean, anywhere you get some social media, you can find some Civil Discord. You can try some shrooms. You can hold up your
0: pints, <laughs> You can even listen to some Christmas music. There it yes, is. Book
3: Spotify, too.
2: Spotify. Spotify.
1: Yeah, there you
0: go. All right. Anybody else have any Any closing thoughts before I let you go?
1: Please. it. Thanks for your time. Hey,
0: fell. I appreciate you guys. Everybody out there, you guys need to jump on uh, Civil Discord and check out their stuff, buy their music, support these guys, man. Even though they're from Philly, I'm still going to support them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I appreciate it, man. All right, brother. Yep. Right. Care, yeah, yeah, good night. Stay everybody, everybody stay safe out there. <laughs>
1: Thank you, sir.